Hi, this is Millie, and you're listening to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word, and I will put all this in the show notes. Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're having a good week and a good day, depending on what day of the week it is. Um, I guess it doesn't matter because I'm sure a lot of you work weekends anyway. It doesn't matter. I hope you're having a good day. Um, <clears throat> so, there are podcasts that I have to redo or not redo. Because it doesn't negate what I said before. It's just, I look at things from a different perspective. Um, The words that come out of my mouth are going to be different. So, it's important for me to do the same topic. Talk about the same topic. Especially this one. Because of so many mistaken belief sets around this one, okay? I'm out there in social media world, and I run into so many TikToks, posts on Instagram, posts on Facebook, but mostly Instagram. And sometimes I want to shoot myself in the head when... when (laughs) Figuratively, right? Um, When I read the posts or hear the TikToks, I just want to kill myself figuratively because it's so wrong. And I'm going to start with that before I even reveal what this podcast is about. Although you guys know because you're going to see the title and that's why you've clicked on it in the first place. (laughs) Um. There are so many times that I see how to kill a narcissist, how to get even with a narcissist. And and, and I I know I've said this recently in podcasts. It's just I see it over and over and over and over again. And I know how wrong it is because it may mislead people to thinking that they can change a narcissist. Okay. I've learned about this new concept. Um. And now I can't think of the term. <laughs> it's about being in reality. And they use it in dialectical behavioral therapy. Um, oh my gosh, the term is going to... It's right at the tip of my tongue. I have trouble with my memory because of my age. And also because of my autoimmune disorder. It gives me brain fog. Um It's about accepting reality. When it comes to me, I'll tell you guys. Some of you are screaming at the, uh, at the, at your phone or whatever you're listening to this on. I'm sure. Um, and the the concept is really this. It it's acceptance, right? Radical acceptance. Oh, thank God. Jeez, that was hard. 
Radical acceptance, okay? And this is this does have to do with what I'm talking about. Because radical acceptance is a way to minimize unnecessary suffering, okay? Now, it's not going to sound that way when I explain it, but it has been working for me. Um, it's a concept where you sit in reality... And you accept what's happening and you don't try to change it. Or better yet, you look at it in reality and you say, can I change this situation? And then if you can, you take steps to changing it. But if you cannot, you accept the situation and change your reaction to the situation. And that is how you minimize suffering. By accepting what's happening. Because otherwise, what you're doing is saying, Why me? Why did this have to happen to me? This is not fair. No, it's not fair. And no, you shouldn't be going through this. And no, your life shouldn't have been the way that it was because you were born to this person or people who were all messed up and crazy, right? That's not your fault. No one is saying that's your fault. But you have to sit in the reality of what's happening, what's actually happening, not what you think you can change if you cannot change it. This is very tied into the... um the serenity prayer, which if you're an Alcoholics Anonymous, you know it, you know, God, please help me um, accept what I, what, what I can, you know, it's, it, it's basically the same thing. I don't know it by heart. I used to know it. Um, I'm a bad, bad, bad Catholic. Um, <laughs> that's why I don't remember it. Um, and my brain fog, right? But radical acceptance is accepting where you are at the moment. And that also helps with mindfulness and being in the moment, okay? So this is all tied into what I was saying before, where there's posts and and things out in social media saying there are ways that you can change, that you can hurt a narcissist, that you can... um, be around a narcissist and be the more powerful one between the two of you. No, you can't. Okay. And that's just a matter of knowledge. That's just a matter of the acceptance part of what a narcissist is. A narcissist doesn't care. A narcissist knows what they're doing. So when you call them out or point out that they're gaslighting you, it doesn't matter. They know they're gaslighting you. Or... I guess the point is letting them know that it's not getting to you. But if you're responding to it in any way, it's getting to you and that's what they want. So it's it's actually the opposite. The advice out there where it says, well, if, if a narcissist is gaslighting you, then your response is, that's not how I remember it. 
Okay, guys, I did this naturally without ever, before I knew about narcissism, before I knew about any of this, I used to say that to my mother all the time because I knew my memory was correct. That was one thing she was not able to do was gaslight me. She tried. And I'm sure there were times that she was, she made me question myself. But most of the time, I was very confident in my memory. And I used to say to her, my memories are 34 years younger than yours. Because she's, she was 34 and she had me. So she's 34 years older. Was. Right? And that is... That, that's, that's it. Right? I used to say that to her all the time. And it didn't change anything. It didn't make her stop it didn't it didn't do anything so the point i'm saying here is you have to sit in reality of of what a narcissist is okay and a narcissist will never change because you cannot get a narcissist to go to therapy okay the narcissist forces you to go to therapy because you're going insane Right, And I'm not saying they ask you to go. They force you to go because you're going nuts. You feel terrible. You don't know why you feel terrible. You go into therapy. You have anxiety. And it's their fault. <laughs> Narcissism is the only condition, I'm going to call it that, where the sick person gets to not do th- go to therapy. And everyone around them that they're hurting are the ones that end up in therapy. Isn't that nice? Isn't that great? My mother, I, I always wanted to, this is crazy, I'm, and I wouldn't have done it, but I wanted to add up all of the years of therapy I've been to and send her a bill when I realized, you know, what she was. But I, I knew that no contact and zero communication was the only way for my protection. And this is what this podcast is about 10 minutes in. No contact. (laughs) But I do want to talk about, I did want to talk about the radical acceptance. So with a narcissist, you have to have radical acceptance about them and the fact that you cannot change them. And what can you do instead? Okay. I have been working with this. Not recently. Currently. Okay. Because if if you have been listening to my podcast for the last five, six months, you know I've had issues with my father. I had the crazy belief that when my mother died, I would get my father back, okay? And I have been in a state of, should I contact him again, I should add? Should I try to have a relationship with him? And it's been extremely painful, okay? Because in... In my mind, he is this person that he isn't in real life. I'm doing exactly what I do with my mother. Now, my dad is not a narcissist. He's not. 
um, it's so clear, like with my parents' situation, like my dad was, was a shell of a person who was barely even present, who never said anything to me. Right. And we had a relationship up until I had, I got my first period and then I wasn't allowed, he wasn't allowed to talk to me as it turns out. I know that's what happened. It's, it's a crystal clear what happened with my father um, but he wasn't the one pulling the reins. It was my mother. But he went along with it. He is not blameless. He had three sons. I had no idea existed till I was 42. I'm 47 now. And abandoned all three of them when they were children. One of them, he ne- well, one of them never met him because he was too little to remember. Okay. This is my father. This is the reality that I had to finally say, radical acceptance, this is my father, this is who he is. Because I was driving myself crazy on whether I should try to contact him. I wrote him a letter in Spanish, opening the door, saying, call me, I'm here for you, and no response. I've sent him several texts. I called him when my mother died three days in a row until he told me. When, when I saw, I, I could feel that he was rejecting me. And I said to him, okay, I, I'm not going to, you know, pussyfoot around this. What do you want? And he said to me, I want to be left alone. Except he really wasn't alone, but he, he said it to me. And I had to I had to finally step into acceptance, into radical acceptance, and say the truth of the matter is he is as far away from you as you are from him physically. He can come drive over here. Um he has a phone just like you do. He has your phone number, and if he doesn't and if he doesn't have it, let's say he lost it, he doesn't know how to find it again, he can get it from, from my daughter. The radical acceptance here is, this is his choice. Okay? So, I am currently, again, radical acceptance is about changing yourself, not changing the other person. I have decided that this is a situation I cannot change. And I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to put myself out there again and be rejected. I, I don't feel like I can take it again. Not, not, not from my parent. I can't. So now it's my choice. I took I took this choice away from him. And that's really too bad because in the future... If he needs something, this is going to bite him in the behind. Because he chose to treat me this way now. In the future, if he needs me, I won't be there. And it was his choice. People sometimes don't think two steps ahead and, and they screw themselves over. Although he really has managed to make his life in a way that he ends up alone. When you abandon children and alienate every family member you have, 
And the only child that you quote unquote raised, okay, then that's it. You have made it so that you will die alone. Because the person who is currently, and it's not 100% knowledge, but I am pretty sure is currently with him is my mother's nephew and he is a, he is narcissist the king of the narcissists he doesn't give a crap about anybody the only thing he cares about is that he happens to have a girlfriend last i heard that lives in this area and he lives two and a half hours away or i should say his girlfriend doesn't live here she lives where my cousin lives her parents live here. So my dad is a hotel for my cousin. Okay? I'm going to leave it at that. Let's talk about no contact, people. Let's talk about what no contact is to you. Or I should say what no contact really is as opposed to what no contact some people think is no contact. Okay? So this is what a lot of people think is no contact, okay? You had an argument with your mom, you're sick of it, you can't do it anymore, you stop calling her. And you think that's no contact. Guys, no contact is a commitment, okay? No contact is a commitment to yourself, to your healing, to your well-being. No contact is not a punishment. If you're doing it as a punishment, don't bother. Okay? Number one, it's not going to work. They don't care. Okay? How many of you have actually gone no contact and realized mom doesn't call you after a month? Me. Some of you have, because every situation is different. I know that some of you get hoovered, right, from time to time. My mother, I was no contact for two and a half years. She tried to contact me right at after I went no contact because I had surgery. And I wasn't, I didn't know what any of this was yet. I still didn't know. And all I knew is I couldn't, I couldn't be in contact with someone who literally wanted me dead. So, and yes, she did. And I've said the story before, so I'm not going to say it right now. But she did something that made me see that she wanted me dead. So I stopped talking to her. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I said to myself, I cannot be in my mother's life anymore. I can't for my, for my sanity. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, and it was horrific. The, the first, you know, week, two weeks month. It was just awful. And then I happened to have surgery. And she found out because I I still didn't know how to handle no contact. And she came to visit me. And I said to her, can't you just leave me alone? And I pushed her out the door, like with my shoulder, because she put her foot, you, you have to take a step up to get into my house. And she put her foot up there very when i opened the door and i and i used my shoulder as a shield and and i pushed her off and i said can't you just leave me alone and she did 
Two and a half years, I didn't hear a damn peep from her. Except when there was a moment that she thought I was going to find my brother. But that's that's a, that's another crazy story. Um. So, and then two and a half years later, the only reason there was contact was because she had... I still don't know exactly. Dementia. She was... Um, schizophrenic she was having hallucinations delusions my dad couldn't didn't want to handle it and brings her here and i took out what because the way he did it was just horrific because it wasn't just like he parked the car in my driveway and walked up to the door he was sit standing somewhere parked somewhere watching me because he I left to pick up my daughter from school early. So how how would he have known that? It was insane. Okay, so let's go into what no contact really is. No contact is you block them from your phone. So they cannot just call you and you pick up the phone. Because that's when you, when you just don't call them and don't do anything else. That's just expecting a phone call. Okay, you're testing the waters. That's not a commitment to yourself. A commitment to yourself is is putting a protective bubble around you from the narcissist, the flying monkeys, and the enablers, and anyone else. Okay, because in this process of going no contact with your parent, you're gonna figure out how many of your friends were also narcissists. That your boss was a narcissist. You're going to figure it out, right? At first, you're going to go overboard and everyone's a narcissist. But then you're going to calm down and see who the real ones are, right? I I ended a friendship that I should have ended many years ago. because, And I wanted to end it, but my mother was the one that kept me hooked on because she was a flying monkey. So my mother needed her to be friends with me so I could tell her stuff. She would tell her mother. Her mother would tell my mother. So... She she wanted me hooked. Okay, so going no contact the right way. You block the narcissist. You block them on... And this is another mistake. Not just on your phone. You block them on social media. You block them from email. You block them from everything. And if you don't want any contact with them, you don't want them to know how your life is going at all. You need to block every family member that talks to them from the same things. From your phone and social media. Social media has now become a way for people to know everybody's business. And when you're trying to protect yourself from the narcissist, okay, and the fact that you don't want them to know what's going on in your life, because they're going to use it against you in whatever way they can. Because they're going to push the envelope. Okay, as far as they can. That's what they do. Okay? They talk a lot. This is another mistaken belief. About boundaries. If you put really strong boundaries with the narcissist. With your parent. That that is enough. That is not enough. Because they don't care about boundaries. 
Okay, you could put as many boundaries up as you want, and they're going to step all over the boundary. They don't care, you know, and you could be really adamant about your boundary and keep enforcing the boundary, but they're going to keep pushing it. Okay, it doesn't matter. The only thing that works with a narcissist is no contact, and it's not with the narcissist. It works for you. I think that's the difference. It's the perception. You're not punishing the narcissist. You're protecting yourself. You do this because you're at the point where you can't take it anymore. I can't take being in my own head anymore. Should I talk to my father? Should I call him? Feeling guilty. So I have made the boundary. I have not the boundary, I guess, but I've made the decision. I'm done. I'm finished. And if he ever decides that he wants to talk to me, it's going to be too late. I gave him every opportunity, right? I gave him every opportunity. And to be completely honest, um, when I have posted this in the support group I belong to, not I. it's not mine. I belong to it. I'm a member because I need support, you know? Um, about the enabler, if they come back, if they come out of the fog when the narcissist dies and, and the overwhelming answer is it never happened. You know, the enabler still sees things the way they used to. Because it was, in my dad's case, he was married to my mother for 48 years. How do you get out of that? You know, without help, without someone telling them. I mean, and and my dad is not the type to even go to the doctor to check a regular checkup. So much less go to something like therapy. Um, He's just going to live his last days by himself. He's probably going to die alone and no one's going to know he's dead for a week. If I could, you know, if I'm out of the picture and he does, he, he was given a chance. Okay, but I don't want to talk about that anymore. It seems like I'm 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 doing my therapy thing with you guys. <laughs> it's not you guys. But no contact is protecting yourself. It's not protecting it's not punishing or saying telling it's not giving a message to the narcissist. I'm not gonna to talk to you anymore. That's another mistaken thing. You never tell them. You don't tell them anything. You never call a narcissist a narcissist because they know what they are. They might not know that they're a narcissist. And and narcissists can never see that they do anything wrong. So being a narcissist is not something they're going to accept. You, Whatever knowledge you have against them is yours, right? It's your knowledge. And you need to keep it close to your heart. Because they don't need to know what weapons you have. And the weapon you have is, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're doing before you do it. Okay? So whether you're no contact or not, don't don't ever let on to what you've discovered. And that you know what the next step in, in, in their reaction is going to be. Right? Because we all know those things that they all tend to do, right? 
So, going back to no contact and social media. So, to protect yourself and your family from the social media thing. And also, having family members tell you, make you feel guilty. Just unfriend them. Block them from your social media. Okay? If these people are not on your side, they don't know you. They're not your people. Blood does not make people family. Okay? So many of us were brought up, family is the most important thing, and we see that every day on, just turn the TV on. Family is the most important thing that there is. There's nothing but family. The only thing that matters is family. Okay, I I disagree. Family can be, your family can be more messed up than your best friend. Way more messed up. Okay? Your family are the people that you've chosen and who love you and support you. That's your family. Okay, right right now, that's part of the issue is feeling like I have my husband who's the best thing ever. But if something happens to him, I'm all alone. And that wasn't my fault. You know, knowing that is infuriating. That I was always kept in this really small bubble of people. And and when I went no contact, it was all gone. So, okay. Deep breath. All right. So, you have to... Real no contact is for you. I will repeat it forever. It is for you. It is for your protection. Okay? And if you have small children, my advice, and everyone's situation is different. Again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not. I'm just someone who, I've said it many times in these podcasts, have listened to other, to other, to listen to therapists talk about this. PhDs who have YouTube channels have read many books, and have lived through it, okay? So my experience is real. It's just I don't have a license. Um, But I'm not a therapist, so that you can take that however you want to take it, right? Um, I don't force you to listen to me. You, You listen to me or you don't. All I'm trying to do is help those of you that are going through the beginning stages and even if you're like me you know well you know you're most likely not going to be like me because my mother is dead she died in september um but is like like me in the sense that you have a narcissistic mother narcissistic parent right because i know that's not something that's spoken about openly Okay, and they do put put it on television and in movies, but how many times do those narcissistic mothers end up seeing the error of their ways at the end? Okay, which is BS. I was so infuriated when I saw the movie, um, A Bad Mom's Christmas. 
you know, the movie A Bad Mom, uh, Bad Moms with Kristen Bell and um, I forgot the other one's name. They, they were all, uh, she was in that 70s show um, <clears throat> where they're, they, they're just moms, you know, of little kids. And the Christmas version of this movie that they made came months after I went no contact with my mother. So when I saw the movie in the movie theater, I wanted to scream at the end where the mother, who is Christine Baranski, oh my God, she's fantastic. I love her so much as an actress. And she plays Leonard's mom in Big Bang Theory. And um, she's in that TV show about lawyers. She's just she's a wonderful actress. Wonderful. I love her. But she is a narcissistic mother, okay? And at the end, she sees the errors of her ways and, you know, she makes amends with her daughter. That doesn't happen in real life, people, okay? That's that's a movie, and, and that's infuriating. All right, so back to the no contact. I've had to go back <laughs> to the no contact subject several times. Um, so you are going to take those people who have contact with your narcissist and delete them and block them also. Because if you don't do that, then it's it's like, don't bother going, no contact. Because those people are flying monkeys. They're going to they're gonna tell your mom. They're going to show your mom. I've had so many people send me um, DMs and even the text themselves saying that, you know... Um, the the narcissist has posted pictures of their grandchildren that they didn't have because they stole them from the uh, social media pages, okay? So this is up to you. Be well aware. The narcissist is going to try everything they can, especially if they're in their 50s or 60s, that they're pretty good with technology. They're going to do everything they can. They will make fake accounts. So you have to be weary of people you don't know, you don't accept. I still do that. My mother's dead, okay? If if I don't know you, I'm not accepting you, okay? On any of my social media platforms except, of course, escaping narcissistic mothers because that's public. (laughs) And that one, to my knowledge, is still anonymous people don't know it's mine i should say people who are related to me or friends of my mother or anything they don't know about this and if they do they do i don't care enjoy my podcast thank you for the for the play right (laughs) that's how i feel about it i don't really care that much i just don't need a flying, a flying monkey. I guess it can't be a flying monkey if my mother's dead. But I don't need a toxic person in my world, right? And that's what you're trying to do is keep those toxic people out of your, of your life. And the only way to do it is to block them. So number one, block mom or whoever it is. Block them for on your phone. Make sure that they, if they call, they go to voicemail. Oh, what do you do with the voicemail? Here's another another thing. 
you delete the voicemail or put the voicemail away if you're strong enough and don't listen to it. Do not listen. If the narcissist does hoovers, okay, they send presents, they send you a birthday card. Do not send it back where it says send uh, return to sender. That is a message. That is a message to them saying, I don't want to talk to you. They don't care. Okay? Any sort of response is a response. Okay? So you do not want to respond. You take the card. You open it. Okay? Make sure. It, because sometimes there's a check in there. You don't want someone else cashing it. Rip up the check. Um, Especially if it's for your children. If it's a package of things, again, I I would not even open it because you you don't know what your reaction is going to be if it's a a meaningful thing from your childhood that they're using against you, right? They're using it to um so that you're like, "Oh my god, I missed that that toy or whatever," and they, and they're sending it to you. Go to the dump. Don't throw it in your garbage cuz you're going to open it. Go to the nearest dump and and throw it away there without opening, okay? Uh, Voicemail messages, I already said. Don't delete it. And I only say don't delete it because there are situations where you have to go to court and it's good to have, you know, you can't really use voice messages, I think, but it's a good idea to keep it, okay? Emails, same thing. Don't delete them. Have them sent directly. You can do that. Set up your email so that it forwards the email from this email address directly to a different folder. Make a folder that, you know, you forget about. Name it something else. But don't delete it, but don't open it and don't read it. Okay? Do not read it. And why do I say don't read, don't open, don't? Because you don't want to get hurt. They're going to get they're going to get something out of you if you're if you open, read or respond in any way. Okay? So don't send back, don't open, don't respond. Silence is the only thing that works. Okay? Crickets, they must be able to hear crickets coming from your direction. You're not even there. You don't exist anymore. You have to give that image that you no longer exist. Okay? It took me a year before I finally caught on to one of the biggest flying monkeys. And she had the testicles to try and 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 um follow me on my private instagram just a few months ago i mean she is incredible like what what do you want from here you are my cousin the one that i believe is spending time here where i live his ex-wife you're not even in my family i don't want anything to do with you i think maybe she got the picture but if she didn't i'm just gonna keep doing it you know when i get um you know attempts 
at people following me. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't trust anybody. I just don't trust anybody. So, and I think that's the best way to live in, in our situation is to not trust anybody. So that is the most important thing with no contact. Any response to a narcissist is a response. And that is narcissistic supply. Response. A bad, angry, negative response is dinner to them. It's dinner plus dessert. They enjoy it. They're sadistic. Okay? If your parent is truly a narcissist, they're getting their kicks from your tears, from your anger. Do not give it to them. And keep yourself safe. Notice the peace that comes with knowing they're not going to get to me. I don't have to be afraid. Okay? Now, if if you have to, put one of those uh, door cameras. Those cameras you put outside your door. The ring, you know, I don't have a ring I have a different camera, different brand. Put one out there. And if they come by, you can just say, go ahead. I have a camera. And they, they're they going to be too scared to come back. That's one trick that I learned from experience as well. When my parents showed up two and a half years after not hearing a peep from them, I, I looked at my dad and I pointed to the camera and I said, there's a camera there. He has never tried to come back here. He never will. Right? So, guys, that is the correct way to go. No contact. And it is, remember, it's not meant to punish them. It's not meant to send a message. It's meant to protect you. And when you're in radical acceptance, when you are in reality, accepting what's actually happening right now, okay? And the reality is that a real narcissist is never going to change, never. As a matter of fact, every day that passes is one day that they're getting worse, okay? When you sit in that reality, really Sit in it and realize this is the reality of what happened to me. As painful as that is, you will understand that you have to be the one to change. To change your behavior, to change your reaction. It's not them. You can't change them. You can't change anybody. It's not just them. Even a person who's not a narcissist is just, you don't like the way they are? You can't change that person. You have to sit in that reality that you can only change yourself. So if something doesn't serve you, should it be in your life? And I don't mean serve you as in money or I mean serve you as in 
they're not a supportive person. They're not a good person. They they don't love you. They don't care for you. They're not good for you. They're not there for you. It's not a two-way relationship. That's when you start to really put up boundaries and 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 take care of you cuz you realize this is reality. That's why I really, really love that radical um, acceptance. Okay? If anyone, I will put it in the show notes. If I remember, forgive me if I don't, I will put radical acceptance. Um, please look it up in Google. Uh, look at YouTube videos, but I suggest going to Google just to get an idea. But working in radical acceptance is a wonderful thing as hard as it is and and that that's how they describe it right it's a buddhist um concept i have to tell you we think that we're advancing in psychology and all that with science and we're advancing with old 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 things that were 100% correct right and and they do tell you that radical acceptance is very hard it's very difficult to live and accept something because it's meant to be used not only in this situation, but something like, you know, getting a health diagnosis that's difficult. And you have to live and and, and accept it. I mean, not right away. I get that. That's probably not how that would work. But just say okay, this is my situation. What what are the steps I have to take? Not, no, I can't believe this is happening to me. This isn't fair. That's how I've been living my life for my entire life. And I turned a corner a few days ago because I, I said, well, this is my reality. And I'm, I can't change my reality. The only thing I can change is, is me. And and that's been helpful. And whenever I think about my dad, I, I just say radical acceptance now and that's it. You know, I'm not trying not to think about it. I'm just accepting, going, okay, that's, remember, you have to accept. That's what he wants. He wants to be alone. So let it be. You know, it's insane. It's insane how something that sounds so simple, but most of us don't live in accepting what's really happening, which we, we just, we, we push against it. That works for, for anxiety too. Let me tell you, instead of trying to push the anxiety away, you should just let it flow through you. And it's, it's so freeing. All right, guys, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you can go no contact the right way and that you stop listening to people on TikTok and Instagram and whatever that say that there is any way to kill a narcissist, hurt a narcissist, get even with the narcissist. Stop doing that. Okay. Stop listening to those people. The good thing is I do go in the comment section of whenever I run into one and there's a lot of people in there that are like, that's not right. And and I'm glad that there's pushback, you know, I comment too. 
don't think I don't. But I'm glad that there's pushback on that. People are saying, uh, no, that's not how it works. With a narcissist, the only thing that works is no contact, right? I love that. I love that people are really, there's so many people out there that really do understand that that's the only thing you can do. There's nothing else. There is no way. I was going to do a Grey Rock um, episode, but I, I just don't like Grey Rock <laughs> so much. Um, I don't believe in it. And I don't want to talk about something I don't stand behind. And I realize that some of you are in a situation that you cannot go into contact. But I'm I'm not going to talk about something I just don't don't believe in and don't think is right. All right, guys. I love you. I hope this was helpful. I hope that if you are no contact and you're not doing it 100% the right way, that this will change a little bit how you do the no contact thing and it protects you better, right? So that you're not on edge. Who cares if they, someone calls you? You block them. The phone's not going to ring, right? And it won't matter because you've protected yourself to a point that they can't get to you. And that's what you're trying to do. All right, guys, I love you. And until next time.